Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 547 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show, we'll have the Facebook Live audio from the Grand Theatre's Panto Day Facebook Live with Julie Payton and Ian Adams. It is a year of magic. We caught up with Julie about her role as Fairy Bow Bells in Dick Whittington. Also, we'll be finding out more about the sensational 60s experience, which is on at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre in February. We'll be having a chat with the Trems' Joe Gillingham. He'll be on the line to let us know more about what's happening there we'll be nattering with prebendary david wright about the forthcoming christmas services taking place at st peter's collegiate church in the heart of wolverhampton city center and also we'll be talking to storms's photographer about how to get the best pics over christmas whether you're at home or on holiday that's all coming up but first of all dark tales of winter runs from the 19th through to the 21st of december here at the arena theater directing is neil redding and he's got two one-person shows sitting next to us as well neil explain more yes so uh for christmas Ghost stories seem uh, traditional, so what it, we're presenting... It, it, Victorians love that sort of stuff. Exactly. So what we're presenting is uh, two Victorian ghost stories, uh, two solo shows, a uh, single performer in each half, one story in the first half, one story in the second half, uh, a lovely evening of uh, spookiness around the fire. And we have some performers sat next to a fire at the moment. Which Is, is that a Victorian fire down there? Is that a tr- yeah, real Victorian one with Victorian our, electricity? Yeah, it's our favourite prop so far <laughs> from, the, from the design. Um, we're really lucky um, to get hold of it. Dimplex have given it to us and it looks fantastic. So yeah, we're very proud of it. But more so, yeah. our actors. Okay, well, um, let's introduce them So then. Yes, so Kirsty Meeling, who is playing uh, Charlotte Riddle, in the story The Open Door, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a new adaptation uh, of a story which isn't really known very much. Uh, Charlotte Riddle was a a contemporary of Charles Dickens and and was writing at the same time. This is a brand new adaptation. And Ed Spence, who is playing Charles Dickens uh, in The Signalman. Is that an authentic Charles Dickens beard you have there at the moment as well? Uh, Well, I need to grow it out for at least five more years. (laughs) Between now and the start of the show, that might be difficult. I'll be fine. Extensions. Okay. Glue. Right, okay. Let's start with you, first of all. Hello. Hello. Right, tell us a bit about your play. Uh, So, it is... Um, it's surrounded by this she's like this fairly forward thinking um, lesbian woman in the Victorian era um, and her she's been tasked with uh, closing this door that will keep coming open mysteriously in this old kind of empty house it's a bit kind of woman in black mm-hmm. in that era like in that uh, sort of thing where it's just she's alone and there's this thing and she's like no don't believe in ghosts not at all no <laughs> But the door keeps opening, and I don't know why. This is going to petrify the audience, and probably you whilst you're telling the tale, isn't it? Yes, remembering <laughs> my lines will definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, are, are you one who enjoys the tradition of ghost stories at Christmas? I love a ghost story. Mm-hmm. Really love it. Um, it's just this. I think something about it being cold, like like kind of the group storytelling and sitting around the fire and going well I'm going to one up you with this story <laughs> well actually I'm going to one up you with this story have you heard this one <laughs> um, so yeah it's this oh it's just there's a nice chill in both kind of senses I think okay story. and are you pre or post interval I'm pre interval so you're really going to get everyone on the edge of their seats to start off with yes absolutely 
10 out of 10, that'll be me. <laughs> this, this could improve drink sales during the interval, but obviously, yeah. be sensible, be safe. Remember, if you're driving, don't get too tipsy, <laughs> however scared you are from Act 1. In Act 2, so Charles Dickens is going to be around, so we've got from the tale from one of his contemporaries to him telling a tale himself. Yes, so um, it's, a lot of it is born out of uh, a, a real accident that he was in um, involving a train in Staplehurst where the train went off the line and down into the river off uh, bridge. Um, and from then on, he was quite understandably wary around mm-hmm. steam engines generally. But the the play and the short story it's based off, The Signalman, is essentially framed around a conversation he has with uh, someone in a signal box whose job it is to basically make sure the line is clear for uh, trains passing through this particular tunnel he's mm-hmm. stationed at. And as they talk becomes more apparent that there is something, uh, whether real or imagined, haunting the signalman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there are ambiguities at play, which uh, are fun to explore. And a few twists. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And, and this is part of the genre, isn't it? It's got to be something that's rather surprising. And yeah, setting that scene in uh, any intimate space really works well. And, uh, you know, that's where it's going to really shine in, in the arena, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's great. You know, our, our auditorium seats 150 people, so to really get everybody in a in a in a black box, put them in the dark, uh, and we've, we're doing a lot of work with with lighting and sound and other mysteries to try and kind of really give this sense of of, of creepiness. Both of them are set in darkened places, an abandoned house and a railway siding. You know, light is not something that is in sort of abundance in either of these locations. So absolutely, bringing people in and, and um, just you know, giving them a, a bit of a, a bit of a thrill just ahead of uh, the Christmas break. It seems yeah. to be a, um, uh, yeah, just really appropriate. And we're having yeah. loads of fun in the rehearsal room putting it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hope we, we can uh, we can put a, a little little tingle up the spine of our audience, <laughs> if nothing else. Christmas so- tingle. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and scare the hell out of them as well. Which uh, it should be good fun. It, it sounds like it's uh, a really nice way of doing Christmas. It's wonderful to get yourself down here to the arena for arena.wlv.ac.uk is the website to get your tickets. Oh one nine oh two three two one three two one the box office number. Get yourself booked in. Get yourself down here and have a brilliant, scary pre-Christmas treat uh, uh, down at the arena. Oh, break a leg, guys. Thank you. Very Hopefully, much. you don't see too many real ghosts during the whole festive period. Well, I think somebody might enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, have a great time, and we're very much looking forward to getting along to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. In a moment's this time, we'll have a chat with Megan Lee, but before we do, let's have a listen to Wintertime Thing, the title track from the current Christmas EP. Bells chiming from cathedral spires Hey, December, you're in full swing I'm making lists, I'm lighting fires It's a wintertime thing Mince pies and some old wine, maybe Turn on the radio and wait for Bing Wait for Ella singing Santa, baby It's a wintertime thing There's no other time of year to make you feel this way. Just breathing in the atmosphere, waiting for that special day. 
Is it too early for the decorations? Second guessing what the main man might bring There's no need for explanations It's a wintertime thing wintertime thing and she joins me on the line now to tell me all about the track hello hello there how are we doing i'm very well thank you how are you i'm good thank you and by the sound of things you're pretty much ready for a really cool christmas i am indeed i am indeed it's just been uh, so exciting that everybody's uh, loving my song and it's all been going really really well and yeah i'm just so chuffed and thrilled so yeah thank you very much well no problem at all but it's, it's a really good sound now people will know you potentially from when you attended the best known school in the UK in the shape of Grange Hill in your acting career but you've done the <laughs> West End and stuff as well so in, you've been all over so this is a, a bit of a change to how we might have anticipated you sounding on record absolutely yeah I mean when I was younger I was absolutely in love with theatre school I was classically trained into the shows and all that sort of stuff and then I worked abroad and then when I came back I sort of decided that um, I've always had a love for jazz music um, and I just decided I didn't, didn't want to um, you know, be uh, living abroad and doing the shows anymore. I really wanted to sort of turn my uh, dreams and passions into my sort of um, singer-songwriting career and with my love of jazz and um, yeah, so I, I came home and I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start gigging and um, yeah, I started making music, which is which is what I did. And then um, a couple of years ago, I met my producer Nigel Sonia, and mm-hmm. um, started to collaborate and make music together. And then yeah, literally within the space of two years, we've uh, not even two years really, uh, we've done our first album, which was Meet Me, and then my second, which has obviously just been my Christmas EP now. So yep. yeah, it's just been so exciting. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, three festive tracks. I mean, that that is more than some acts produce an entire lifetime, let alone uh, in 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 the space of one EP. So that's pretty good going. Uh, but I mean, such a, a great feel to the music. Uh, having loved something like a Charlie Brown Christmas with its whole jazz vibe and the festive sound there, I mean that it, it's all sort of brought my childhood back to me listening to the track as well. So you know, it it's got a great feel to it. Oh, that's lovely. That's definitely what I intended. I wanted it to be a classic these timeless Christmas songs that uh, sort of would fit into you know all all, all genres mm-hmm. so something that will be just played for forever and ever hopefully so uh, and it's just so so nice that, that everybody's loving it I just feel sort of uh, over the mood and, and really overwhelmed by everybody's response just so chuffed <laughs> it's sounding really good to me loving every moment of it and it's going to be I, I think you know, one of those things that you'll be able to be share with your family uh, as you head through time as well I mean because I mean Christmas is such a special time for families but even better when they will have an EP with, of songs you've produced that everybody else is listening to too I know yeah it's really lovely actually I've never really thought of it like that but yeah I suppose you're right it's nice to for all my family and friends to to, to share, share the Christmas song and yeah and hope, hopefully you know that if it gets more and more popular knowing that it's personal to them and you know the reason why I wrote it was based upon my own you know Christmas experiences and um, you know when I was younger Christmas was always so magical um, and uh, mum and dad took us to Lapland in search of Father Christmas and I'll never forget that it was just amazing Um so yeah, Christmas has always been really, really magical. Uh, whereas my mum and dad now, they're a little bit bar humbug. They write a Christmas song for them. I'm like, come on, guys, get in the spirit. So my line of, uh, is it too, too early for the decorations? My mum would always say, yes, yes, always. <laughs> always too early for the decorations. So uh, yeah, obviously we have, a, we have a laugh about that. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You need to take them back to Lapland. That's what it is. Get them back over there and meet Santa again. I know. Oh, if if somebody, if, if you know, if you if you've got children, then it's, it's something that I would definitely recommend to do. It's just, it was it was so amazing. It's I and I think I was about seven when I went. I, I've never forgotten it. Um, yeah. Hopefully, I'll have my own children one day, and I'll definitely take them. Absolutely. So yeah, it was amazing. So what else can we expect musically from you? I mean, we've got a whole new year ahead of us in just a few days' time. So twenty twenty, what's the plan? I know, 2019's absolutely flown by. <laughs> so um, in January, beginning of January, I'm back in the studio. I've already got some bits and bobs recorded um, from when I was in the studios over the summer. So uh, we didn't just record uh, Christmas songs over the summer because it would have felt really, really weird. <laughs> so we'd, uh, <laughs> we'd put a few other tracks down as well. Um, and uh, so when we get back into the studio in January, we'll be working on those again with, you know, fresh minds and, uh, you know, a sort of new take in 2020. And then hopefully, uh, yeah, in January, we'll be releasing another album. So, uh, yeah, there's lots to come. It's really, really exciting. And uh, hopefully just, you know, keep everybody uh, in the loop with my music. Um, and, yeah, just keep sharing. And I am just, just feel very, very lucky that Wintertime Sing has been so well received. Hopefully it's going to be a really great platform for, for me going forward as well. So, yeah, and it's sort of, you know, set me up as an artist and, that you know, the sort of the type of singer that, and writer that I am and knowing that everybody loves that is just, it, it's just so nice, just really, really just. Well, I mean, we're looking out for more music. Where, though, can we get hold of this particular EP? It's on all streaming uh, devices, so iTunes, Spotify, 
uh, Deezer, um, all of those, Amazon Music. I think even if you ask Alexa nicely, she'll play it for you. <laughs> it's, it's one of those times she behaves. Excellent. Oh, yeah, only sometimes. <laughs> so, um, and then obviously you can find me on um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, which is at Megan Lee Singer. Okay, Megan Lee singer is who we're looking out for megan lovely to speak to you have an absolutely fantastic christmas and we look forward to hearing more from you in 2020 thank you so much thanks for having me on the show it's been an absolute pleasure it's time for more festive tunes now here on the milk bar this time it is river by jody quinn River from Jodie Quinn. You can find out more about her at Jodie Quinn, Q-U-I-N-E dot com.
with just over a week to go until Christmas. It's rather busy down here at St Peter's in the heart of Wolverhampton City Centre. Premier David Wright is the man who is looking after many of those services and is with me now. Hello, sir. Good evening. Good to have you with us. It's good to have a bit of a chat. We like to catch up this time of year. Yeah, always nice to have a talk and always great to welcome you here to St Peter's. And uh, a busy church as ever and uh, some great services that people are going to not only get the spiritual needs but also that the family get-together needs they have at this time of year. Yeah, we've got, and we've got some new things happening this year. Um, this coming Thursday, we've got a concert by a group called The Telling. Uh, they're medieval carol specialists. They're doing a workshop earlier in the evening, I think at 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. and then at 7.30 there's a concert of medieval carols by candlelight uh, with a really excellent musical group so that's thursday coming up then the weekend is our real big weekend not just because it's nine lessons and carols though it is but because we are rededicating our organ we've had our 1860 father willis organ completely rebuilt Mm -hmm. the pipes at the front of the organ completely renovated and sunday the 22nd at 6 30 in our nine lessons and carols is the time when the bishop of wolverhampton is with us to rededicate the organ and it'll be the first time we've heard the pipe organ for about 18 months so um we're all really looking forward to it yeah i know the funds for that one have taken quite a while to get together and obviously it is a a big part of the church and having the the organ sounding once more resplendent is it going to sound even better than it did before absolutely because before there were bits that were broken bits that weren't working properly and it's now restored to its 1860 original splendor and a bit better because one or two bits have been added with the wonders of modern technology Mm -hmm. so it'll now make sounds it never did before and i suppose in the 1800s it probably wasn't electrified back then either was it no, I mean, the original one was sort of fairly clunky and all manual linkages, but the the one that we had restored, um, that was 1970s electronics, so mm-hmm. it's way out of date, and bits were failing, and all the moving parts in the organ, there's still thousands of moving parts in an organ, they were all just past their best, the wood was warped, the leather was perishing, so uh, now everything should be absolutely tip-top. So people can sing as loud as they like with the Christmas carols, they won't drain out the organ, they'll still enjoy hearing it in the background yep and we picked a program of music uh, hymns and carols and uh, choir items that really show the organ off in all its glory so the organ will be playing and people can sing along lots of familiar stuff and some really good stuff going on and however loud the congregation sing the organ will beat them mm-hmm. so That takes us through the 22nd, but that's a few days to go till Christmas. When's the next service? Then Monday the 23rd, it's quite a quiet day, Mm -hmm. so um, not much happening on the 23rd. Then on Christmas Eve at four o'clock, we have our children's nativity service with Chris Ingalls. A lovely, lovely service for small people and for their parents and carers. Mm -hmm. And then at 11.30, we have Midnight Mass by Candlelight. And that takes us into Christmas Day in the most special way possible. Mm -hmm. And then on Christmas Day itself at 8 o'clock, we've got a said quiet Eucharist. And 11.15, we have a choral Eucharist with the Bishop of Wolverhampton back again to preach for us. So another busy Christmas in the church and a coming together of people from across the city. And it's a great time to to come and visit if you don't normally come to St Peter's, but you want to see the the glorious surroundings and enjoy uh, what is an absolutely beautiful church, uh, as well as having a a great time singing and praising the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a bit of a problem this year in that uh, the Christmas market's on in the city centre. So the road access to the church is being blocked off, unfortunately. 
uh, and that means that our disabled visitors will struggle to get here easily because the disabled parking right outside the church has been taken off us. Uh, but we do have a team of wheelchair volunteers and disabled people can be dropped off in Wolfruna Street and we will meet them with a wheelchair and chauffeur drive them into the church, provided they give us a notice first. They can ring the parish office on 422642. That's 422642. They can arrange that and we will meet them in Wolfruna Street, wheel them round and of course wheel them back afterwards. So ensuring we have an accessible Christmas in uh, St Peter's in the heart of Wolverhampton. Well, all I can do now is probably wish you a very Merry Christmas and uh, look forward to a fantastic 2020 with more going on in the church throughout the year. And a Merry Christmas to you and to all the listeners. It's good to welcome you here and we look forward to seeing lots of you with us over the Christmas period. You're always welcome. Todd Mosby brings us his festive offering now. This is Old Tannenbaum.
Otanabao from Todd Mosby. You can find out more about him, toddmosby.band online. Over two-thirds of millennials post more photos when on holiday and like crazy, with over half, 60%, checking for likes within one minute of putting their snaps online. This is what we're told by Vibe, by Jet2 Holidays. Holiday snaps are vitally important, but so are pictures around our world, whatever we seem to be doing. Caleb Dennis is Storms. He's a personal photographer. He's on the line there to tell us more about how to take a good pic. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm very well. How do we find you? I'm very, very, very good. Now, a lot of people take some awful holiday photos, but if you're sticking <laughs> it on Insta, you want something that's going to look good. And when you're working with a camera phone rather than an SLR, uh, it can sometimes be tricky to get a good pic. Yeah, it can. But nowadays, we have a lot of like good smartphone cameras, so you could even get a smartphone that can literally get the perfect image in a couple of ticks. So it's, it's emulating what you would do through a rather more expensive lens. But I mean, you have spent years honing your craft. I mean, you, you at 15, you dropped out of what you were doing and got on with turning yourself into uh, a photographer who really knows how to make someone look fantastic. Yeah, so I always had it as a passion throughout school. Um, I started doing it full time, made a lot of relationships on the way and just fully kept doing it for the love. And here we are. Yeah, I mean, you've got loads of celebrity clients. Stormzy is one of them. I mean, these people love your work. But what is it that can make a good picture? How do you take a scene and turn it into a fantastic photo? The main thing for me is framing and lighting. So, for example, if we have a, if we, if we've gone to Paris now, let's say, let's say, let's say I've gone to Paris with my missus or something. Personally, if I want people to know I'm in Paris, what I would do, I would have us stand to the corners of the frame mm-hmm. and I would have the center of Apple Tower probably at the top of the frame so we can see exactly where we are Show it, showing where you are is a key factor as well along with also having lighting yeah because if people will very often take a photo the picture of the person is 75% of the snap and you can't even really tell where they've gone to exactly exactly personally personally I like to make the scenery 50% at least mm-hmm so you're getting a good photo, you're getting a good snap. But when we think about what we're doing over Christmas, it may not be we're heading off to Ibiza to get a bit of summer sun. Uh, when we're actually trying to get some photos uh, as part of family gatherings or out with your mates. Again, it, if we're looking at the Insta audience, it is maybe a different type of pic to one that you're going to show and print out and stick on the mantelpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the main thing for that person, I would say, I would say whoever's taking the picture, they need to capture the vibe. So if everyone's having a good time partying or, or even around the Christmas table just make sure the flash is on or make sure you have good lighting in the house and make sure the pictures are at a variation of angles so you can have a few factors to pick from and when it comes to filters do you enjoy a good filter or do you rather show your work off through the picture itself I do love a good black and white filter or mm-hmm. a good little film filter but sometimes I do keep it clean and just keep it how it is I might touch up a little bit but the majority of the time yeah I'll just probably keep it clean but we can do that all with the apps on our phone as well. So you can actually do all this sort of stuff on the go. And yeah. again, this is what we can do when we are away on holiday. We booked ourselves some time you know, away in January with Jet 2. Then we can actually make sick. sure that everything looks spot on before we share it. Sick, sick. Whereabouts are you going with Jet 2? Oh, no, I need to be heading off to Portugal. I haven't got it booked yet, but I think I should be doing that, don't you? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might go IB for Jet 2, actually. Yeah, I might head off to IB for. A, a little bit of a change in the early part of the year. But I suppose, I mean, you can class it as work as well because you will no doubt uh, have uh, some clients or have something you can work on wherever you are in the world. I hope so. I hope so. I can. I hope I can. That's the plan. Okay, so uh, final top tips. Uh, what would you say to us to, to make sure we're getting the most out of our, our photos when we're on holiday? What is the, the real big thing for you on top of that framing? On top of framing is lighting. Lighting is a key factor. We need to make sure that your lighting is 10 out of 10. We, can't have, we need to see the person's face. We need to make sure we see everything clearly and everything is nice and vibrant. Having a dark image can make or break your photos. I suppose if you've got your phone as well, maybe uh, nick their camera phone, stick the light on, get an interesting angle with one hand whilst taking a snap on the timer on the other. Exactly, yeah, that could work. There's a few cunning ways around getting the best photo. I like, I like that actually. That was, that was actually a smart one. That was a good one. We'll give it a go. That. We'll give it a try. Where can we go to find out more about your work? Um, you can head over to my Instagram or you can even type my name in YouTube and you can see a playlist of all my favourite stuff. Okay, we'll look out for that there. And Vibe from Jet2 Holidays, they're making sure we get in the break that we need as we go through some of the chilliest parts of the year and beyond. Where can we go to find out more from them? You can head over to the Jet2 Holidays website and you can just search Vibe. So look for that on there and they look after the whole package so you can enjoy taking your photos sharing it and making your friends slightly jealous with insta exactly exactly i found that loads of people post more as well to make their friends jealous <laughs> well, as long as they're getting the likes the friends don't mind too much and we, we can tell from that can't we exactly yeah exactly caleb <laughs> uh, dennis personal photographer stormzy urban music video director too we're looking forward to seeing more of your work have a fantastic christmas and we're looking for some good pics from around the dinner table Thank you. You too. I want to see something as well from you. Christmas tune for you now from Rich Kruger. This is Kenny's. It's always Christmas time in this bar. It's always Christmas in this bar. And it's always St. Pat's and also Halloween. Nothing here's ever thrown away. Here real art always has its say. Kenny hangs a brand new work just about every 30 days. Look around, it's the 4th of July. It's always Christmas in this bar. At the bar regular Proves once more he's just a xenophobic jerk The piano is always out of tune But just the keys that work The sound man drinks the night away This mix might lead you to say That you have entered hell But on hell's most festive holiday Oh, and it ain't only the piano That's been drinking I tip my hat to Kenny That is if I can only find my hat And there's a ring gold built of stars That hovers proudly over the bar and someone's playing that house guitar It's always Christmas in this bar Johnny's back from his last bender He's mixing cocktails behind the bar He wears silver rings And he put on a broad grim smile He's got a brand new turquoise bolo tie For every woman he's got a line There'll be one more bender But he won't return that time Outside on the corner The young and old share their papers Their pipes and their pot Some still smoke tobacco The weed says louder Up yours to the cops But late night some guy drove a drunken car Through the front wall right into the bar Thank God the feet of and live, for some of us might just starve. 
Sunday meal. All you need to do is say one prayer and buy yourself a couple beers. Yeah, I always tip the cook if I find he's still standing. And I'm proud to say I ain't never thrown up after eating here. Well, somewhere on the earth there may be a bar I find stranger. And the sound man and some women are real glad Johnny's gone. But a stranger's just a stranger here for less than one half a beer. And the only fear we gotta fear is when last calls call. And it ain't only the piano that's been drinking. Tell me, Harold, have you seen people juggle people with their feet? And Picasso and George Bird shot a whole court over Kenny's lovely bar. And it's my turn to play guitar. It's always Christmas in this bar. RichKruger.com, K-R-U-E-G-E-R is a spelling on his surname. If you want to find out more about him and his music with that fantastic tune there, though, Kenny's It's Always Christmas Time in This Bar. The Trems are part of the lineup for the sensational Sixes experience at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre on the 23rd of February. I'm joined now by Joe Gillingham, one of the members of the group. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing absolutely fine, thank you. Glad to hear it. Just like the football team at Wolves. Oh, no, it's, it's going uh, amazingly well. And uh, I suppose when you're visiting all sorts of different places, you're checking out what's going on in the city before you get yeah, there. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but they are doing remarkably well. It's, yeah. it's, it's fantastic news. Now, yeah, yeah. you've had 31 years with the Tremolos. And yes, now, I did. Now yeah. it's the Trems. Tell us about how, how you appeared in the uh, the timescale of the band, because there's been so much stuff over so many decades. Yeah, well, I met uh, Alan Blakely, who's the rhythm guitarist, and we used to work in the studio together prior and wrote songs together, mm-hmm. prior to me becoming uh, into the band when the band were off the road for a while and they reformed and invited me to uh, join them, which is what I did. So that was, uh, well, it was 33 years ago now. Wow. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, time flies, doesn't it? Absolutely. When you're having fun, as they say. <laughs> well, certainly, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I mean, how does it work with the, the the trems then? At what point did you decide to get this this group together? Well, um, Dave Mundon and Len Hawkes and Brian Paul decided to do a tour on their own, mm-hmm. so we were left a bit in the lurch. But as we'd all been in the band at some point and we wanted to continue, we decided to keep it going, really. Hence the hence the the, uh, the band, The Trems. Now, when it comes to choosing the songs, then, there is a lot of things to choose. And do each of you have favourites from your time in the band that you kind of pull together for this? Sort of, yeah. My favourite has always been Even the Bad Times Are Good, you know. Mm. I've always loved that song. Uh, so, yeah, we do as much as possible in the time allotted us and uh, it's all good time stuff you know mm-hmm. so yeah yeah looking forward to doing it again well it's, it's a pretty amazing gig and uh, uh, when it comes to the uh, the material obviously the the tremolos were often uh, covering uh, work by uh, the likes of uh, lennon mccartney too so uh, yeah it, it, there's a, a lot of great things which will which will fit in very much with the the sound of the band when you bring it to the stage as part of this show Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, from that era, the 60s, if you like, there were so many fantastic songs 
the songbook is huge, you know. Uh, I mean, you get that with all the other bands on the bill. Our last, uh, Mike Pender with the Search of Songs, um, Fortunes, and the Dakotas, and the Swinging Blue Jeans. So there's a great uh, list of songs there. And what is it uh, you enjoy performing most? Because I, sp- I suppose in your 31 years with the band, I mean, the ki- the, the whole keys <laughs> sound changed itself and the way you could produce different noises and, and the like. So it's, it sort of must have evolved in some way. Well, a, a little bit, but we try and keep it uh, as authentic as it was, if you like. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, yeah. It's still just a, just a band playing and singing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you got a, a favourite uh, from both yourselves and maybe one of the other bands who are on the bill? Um, a favourite, yeah. Well, as I said before, there's so many good songs. I enjoy all different songs from different uh, from the different bands. You know, mm. I can't I can't really. To me, it's always been if it's a really good tune, I love it. Simple as that. Whether it be classical, pop, whatever. Opera. If it's a good tune, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And with the, uh, the the kind of show that it is, you must get uh, so much love and adoration coming from the audience for the music that is being performed, because uh, it means so much to so many people. Yeah. Well, it's great. Uh, I mean, all the people that come are generally of the age group that grew up with it. So, uh, yeah, it's great. It's really good. It's like party time, if you like, for us. <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. And with all the music you've done over the years, I mean, how how did your career sort of have evolved? Because you've been in a number of different bands, released an awful lot of stuff, and yeah, yeah, a lot of this from the eighties onwards is uh, is available on iTunes, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I was born in Bournemouth and then started in bands, as you do. Moved up to London, and then uh, did loads of session work and. Back to various people, way back, like Billy Fury was one, back, um, all sorts, you know, um, and even Guy Mitchell when he came over. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and, and I said, uh, then studio work became quite a big part of um, of the life, really. Yeah, I spent ages in the studio, burning up the hours, so to speak. <laughs> and paying yeah. the bills whilst performing some fantastic music. Yes, oh, thank you. Yeah. And, uh, so, if we want to find out more about uh, the, the Trems, what can we do there? Is, is, well, you got... there is a website you can visit, thetrems.com. Yeah. Yeah, check that one out. But yeah, most yeah. importantly, we want to get yeah. yourself uh, along to the Grand Theatre's website, grandtheatre.co.uk. It's the 10th anniversary tour of the Sensational Sixties Experience. 01902 is the box office number. You can book your tickets and sort of travel back in time, listen to the music. You've got people who were, were there uh, bringing it to the stage. Uh, you know, you maybe not have been in the band at that original point, but certainly you've, you've lived through all of that music. And, uh, Absolutely. You, you know, with, with more than 30 years' experience as well as part of the tremolos you yeah, really yeah. you really know how to perform it in, in in true original style absolutely yeah we look forward to it looking forward to it yeah it should be great stuff okay Joe, Joe yeah. thank you for joining us okay thank you yeah have a good day time for one final festive tune for you now this is Christmas Wish by Tina Marie Springham
Tina Marie Springham with Christmas Wish here on the Milk Bar. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Julie Payton's dressing room because it is Facebook Live for Panto Day. It's just traditional now, it seems, that whenever Panto Day is coming along, they look to see what Julie Payton's doing and make sure <laughs> that she is the feature of the year. And she 100% deserves to be. Julie Payton and also Ian Adams with me. Hello. Hello, Hello. Jason. How are you? I, all good and good to see you down here. And it's lovely to have you both back here at the Grand for uh, another fantastic season of Panto. And it's I, I've been to the press night. I already know. It's an absolute joy to watch. It's a brilliantly traditional Panto. A great telling of uh, the wonderful story of Dick Whittington. And Fairy Bow Bells. I absolutely love playing her. I have to say, I was a bit. I said to Ian when he said to me do the fairy. I thought, oh, I did Baddie last year, and that was so great. It was so <laughs> meaty, you know. And actually, I love it because I feel like it's an honour mm-hmm. because I'm sort of giving magic to the children. It really makes me feel so fantastic. I can't tell you. I'm so surprised. I didn't expect to feel like that about it. But in my head, I could see the children. I think, oh, I'm making unbelievable varies. I know it's stupid. <laughs> no puns. Okay. But, um, it's, yeah. and, and you are Sarah the Cook this year. I am Sarah the Cook this year. Yeah, yeah. Mumsy again. But mm-hmm. um, we like Mumsy. Anyway, and some of your outfits, I mean, they, they don't quite upstage, Julie. It's not possible. But no, no, you've no. got <laughs> some I other figure. Outfit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely brilliant stuff, though. There's some lovely stuff, yeah. And, and yeah. Do, do you mind if, is it wrong of me to say, there's, there's one moment, the blue wig. 
Do you think you look like anyone in particular? Yes. Well, yeah. can I mention my pussy? Oh, yes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, if you'd have said that, Molly Sugden, absolute spitting image right. of Molly Sugden. Do you know, it's really funny, but I mean, she is one of my comedy heroes. And I put that wig on the first time and I thought, no, I want to be blonde all the way through. But the minute I put that on, I thought, how can you not? Do you know me? It's Molly Sugden, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah. And I mean, it's just part of the magic of Panto, and it's been absolutely great. But I mean, we are talking about Panto magic, and as fairy, you get to do some uh, amazing stuff to keep everything on track. I do, and I love it. You know, and, and when I sort of the flash comes, you know, the pyro, and I come on each time to do whatever spell I'm going to do, you can just almost feel the tension in the audience of what you're going to do now, what you're going to do next. <laughs> you know, it's really sweet. And then when I conjure up the cat, I love conjuring up the cat because yeah. that's just so good. And he's lovely, isn't he? As Jordan as the cat, so. Mm -hmm. It's a really nice feeling to go, oh, here we go. And, and I think it's a telling of the story, which actually, I think, sticks to the, the real story, because very often, the, it, it, it dictated to seem to go all over the place. And for the first time this year, I finally understand why they were going to Morocco in the first place. I know. Oh, must not, have been a good writer. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody agrees with me, but I think the most important thing is the story. Mm -hmm. You can put anything onto it, but you've got to tell a story. And the children have got to follow something. You yeah. know, there's got to be a, um, a beginning, a middle, and an end. And there's got to be a reason for everything to happen. And if somebody said, well, I never understood why Dick goes to Morocco, well, he's going to prove his innocence. Mm -hmm. yes. you know, so that's the whole point. Yeah. You know? um, but I just think it's so important to get the story right. And uh, when I said to Julie about the fairy and all that, I said, listen, this is the brief. Just remember Anna Neagle at the Palladium. Mm -hmm. She Jane was the most Moore. regal fairy I've ever seen. She was... Getting on a bit then, mm -hmm. sort of yeah. thing. But she was absolutely beautiful and mesmeric. And I said, we've got to have a magical fairy that those little girls all want to be. And the song sheet is proving it. Because, like, the little, who's your favourite? I mean, Bell, Tinkerbell. <laughs> I mean, Sue, Sue says Tinkerbell once, and she said Tinkerbell. And it's always the fairy, because yeah. the little girls love a fairy. So, you you know, in my mind, you can't go for laughs. You've got oh, to no. play it straight and play it magical. And and that, that magic is certainly there. And I say, you mentioned the cats. I love you know, giving the cat his voice. Yeah. And yeah. obviously it would be a really weird panto if the, pa the cat couldn't talk. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it, it's, uh, it's essential. But not always generally. The mm -hmm. cat doesn't talk. It's yeah. just like a, a, a dancer, really, isn't it? Yeah. So they don't really talk. But when Jordan was cast, um, I knew because he's a very funny actor and mm -hmm. he's a very inventive Yes, and I thought there's no way that we can't have his voice and, and his talent, you know. So that's how that evolved, really. And but, uh, he must be melting in that cat costume. Oh, he is. Oh, he is. More than I am, which, yeah. is, which is good for once. His makeup is like sliding yeah, all the yeah. time. But he's, uh, he's a real trooper, Jordan. He's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a Facebook Live, but we can take questions, so uh, that oh. is uh, is allowed. But okay. uh, uh, we'll, we'll see if you want to come through. I've got the, uh, the screen here with me so we can follow what's going on. But, I mean, the... The, the whole thing about it being the magic this year, and I think that is, you know, the magic of Panto is what everyone describes, and uh, I have to admit, say, you two guys have also been showing the magic of the Memory Cafe down here oh. at the Grand as well, yes. and if you look at our Facebook timeline feed, you can see Julie performing a little bit earlier on down in the auditorium, and you've, you've both been involved all year, we know it's been fortunately renewed for another year, so yes, you guys will be back yeah. throughout, yeah. but... We, we've joked in the past, it's a home theatre. This theatre is a home for you because you are here so regularly and you must have a, both have a great time with the Memory Cafe and it's part of that magic of theatre that brings this it's to life. It's very moving. It's very moving because at the end of the day, you know, um, they have, there are a lot of them with issues, you know, mm. either um, dementia or um, memory loss or, and they can be old or, or young um, but, and they often will co all come with a, either a partner or a carer. Mm -hmm. Well, for us, we feel it's as much for the partner and the carer yes. as it yeah. is for... So 
it's the a person. Few, uh, half an hour, an hour's respite. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, yeah, between and, breaks. Yeah. And then when you... But the most effective thing is for us that really affects us is the, um, the actual people with, with it, the way they react to us. It's just, well, just like... just walking in there. Yeah, no, they're just, mean, they're just so happy to see us. It's, uh, I mean... It's quite emotional isn't yeah. it? because they've almost become friends because they're regulars you know i mean you know i don't think there's one person in there i didn't no, know when i no, walked no, in absolutely. and uh i can't tell you I think it's, we've just, got four, it's just I think been amazing 40 of them in t- today the matinee haven't mm. they yeah because they're going to yeah. do a lunch now and we're going to go and see them having their lunch upstairs but it's been probably one of the most rewarding things with the, along with the schools yeah well, the you schools know? run yeah, yeah. yeah. The schools yeah. are fantastic mm-hmm. as well yeah and uh both ends of the spectrum it's been a very special year yeah. this year hasn't yeah. it yeah on lots of levels, yeah. but especially that because it was something that came out of the blue, wasn't it? Mm. And we didn't know what to expect, mm. and it's just turned into something. Yeah, but we're having a wonderful time, yeah. and yeah. this show is just a, on a personal level, is a gem for me. Mm. I just love it, absolutely love it. Can't wait to put my costume on. Mm. So I just feel I mean I got it yeah. on, and there, and uh, and and the, the script is so brilliant. And the great cast, a fantastic what, what cast. cast all in it. Well, I mean, amazing. We can see your costumes just to the side of the room here from where yes, we're sitting. It's uh, looking fantastic. And uh, so in the 120th anniversary year of the theatre as well, and the gala night that was the, the press night, a, a little slot from Jimmy Tarbuck oh, in the yeah. middle as well. I mean, that must have been great. I would have thought. Yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Amazing. But what, what, did you, ask, you had a chance to meet up with him, have a bit of a chat. I'm sure you guys yeah, have worked with him before, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. No, we had to, uh, well, I had to talk him through how we were going to put him in the show. Yeah. Luckily, I only had to sort of change two words for the other actors, and that yeah. was it. So it, it slotted in well. But, I mean, who would have ever thought Jimmy Tarbuck in Panto again? You mm. know, all right, all right for really one great. night and briefly. But And uh, what a gentleman, I mean. Mm, it was a delight. I mean, I, as you know, Jason, I love the variety stuff mm. and all that. And to have on that stage that night, you know, Jeff Holland, Sue Pollard and Jimmy. Wow. Um, you, you couldn't ask for more. No. And yeah. I would no. say Julie Payton and Adams there making that uh, complete set alongside oh, the rest of the team. You. And everyone's been having a great time with Ryan as well. We can't go without mentioning Mr. Thomas, he can we? He is the oh, loveliest Ryan. boy. Ryan. Well, Isn't he? He's brilliant. He's I just mean, such a, a nice person. What a nice I can't guy. And... Uh, and oh, Positive everything up. you ask him to do, he does, and he's just—he's been brilliant. Yeah. yeah, we've loved having him. Yes, yeah, so, hey, you know, be in the wings just before we go on for that—that that scene when I put him to sleep and then mm. tell him what he's. Yeah. And he'll go to me. Can't wait to get out there with you, Jules. Can't wait yeah. to get out there. You know, he's, he's one of them. He's—he's he's one of those actors which you always want to work with. Everything's there. It's yeah. all coming back to you. you yeah, know? you don't always get that. And he's very warm. He's a warm actor, yeah. and uh, well, I mean, what I loved last night was when. Um, Yes, oh, yes. He, he asked Alex yeah. to marry him, so uh, the audience I shouted, will. well, I will. <laughs> <laughs> she won't. And he didn't come off script, he just no, carried on. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even react to it, which <laughs> was sweet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you react to it, other times you don't. So yeah. I know, again, I know we had a great time at the press night with some, some brilliant reactions there. Yeah, and people yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, that, it, that's all part of the magic. I say, it is the magical year of the fairy for Panto down here at the, at the Grand Theatre for Panto Day. Julie is our star in the fairy department, and they're all stars throughout. Absolutely wonderful show. Make sure you come down and see us. Runs right the way through until the 12th of January. Yes. Uh, 01902 is the box office number. Grandtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets online. And I've, I've been neglecting Facebook Live. And I, I, I tell you, I'm normally pressing these buttons. I can't fix that now. So if you have a question, we'll try and get you an answer in the comments. But thank you for joining us. Thank you for enjoying the Facebook Live. It is Panto Day. Enjoy the rest of the day. And if you haven't got tickets booked for Panto, make sure you do because it is a true part of family Christmas. And you can come and be part of the Grand Theatre's Panto family. Julie and Ian, thank you both for joining us. Thank, thank you, Jason. Thanks, right. Jason. And we look forward to Bye. seeing you again with a Facebook Live coming up with the rest of the cast very soon. Well, that's
a lot for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Back with episode 548 next week. I look forward to having you along then, just before all your festivities begin. See you soon. Ta-ra for now. Goodbye from the milk bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.